Welcome to Blitzcast, an NFL Draft podcast brought to you by NFLDraftBlitz.com. And now, your hosts, Alex Kavtov and Ed Hunt. Welcome to Blitzcast number 92, and we are live at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. This has been, this is it, man. This is, I've been at these All-Star Games throughout the last couple of weeks, I've gone to the Tropical Bowl. I've gone to the East-West Shrine Bowl in St. Pete. But the Senior Bowl is special because we get a chance to see best of the best. I mean, best seniors compete. Ed, you're here. I, I know you You always get excited. Your adrenaline is is rushing through your veins. Just talk about this experience and being here in Mobile. You know, I, I kind of feel like I'm in, like, football mecca. I mean, it just, you know, everywhere I turn, I see somebody in football. It's like, you know, you it's just like, you know, pretty much everyone you've probably have ever followed on Twitter that talks about the NFL draft, you know, you see him here in the stands, and then, you know, you'll see NFL head coaches around, and you'll see GMs, you know, in coffee shops. and <laughs> It's really kind of funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, if you're, if you're a, if you're if you're into football, I mean, I recommend coming to Mobile. Well, we're recording on Wednesday night. We still have one practice day to go on Thursday, but uh, yeah, the the weather has has been kind to us so far. It was a really cold day on Tuesday, extremely cold. On Wednesday today was a beautiful day in the fifties. Um, it was not windy at all. On Thursday, we've got some rain coming in. So tomorrow's practice is going to be inside. Uh, it's going to be at South Alabama University at the practice uh, facility. And the, there's going to be limited space out there. So we're going to see what the media, us, will be able to see at that practice. I realize that it's a small facility and um, you might not get reports from us on Thursday. It's just, just a warning out there to our listeners, to, to our fans. Uh, you know, we're 10 days from the Super Bowl. And we've got the 49ers against the Chiefs, and Bavada Sportsbook has the Chiefs as the early favorites right now, minus one and a half. Obviously, we'll talk about the Super Bowl next week when we preview, when we do the show. Uh, let's let's get back to the Senior Bowl. So you, you got to see Mike Tomlin. You got to see Sean Payton. I mean, that that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I saw... Um... I saw Mike Tomlin today on the sidelines. Um, I didn't, you know, obviously pass him or anything like that. He had kind of a better pass than we did. But, um, you know, um, yeah, he was there and he was patting backs of uh, players and stuff like that. He, You know, he seems to really be able to connect with the players very well. Um, I saw Sean Payton in a restaurant, got something to eat. He was right behind me. Um, I saw Mike, Mike Mayock uh, early in the morning. Um, getting coffee um, so yeah I mean uh, you know pretty much pretty much uh, any name any name in sports blogging you can pretty much run into them in a coffee shop or sandwich shop or anything in Mobile let's get to the senior bowl prospects Ed and we'll start with the south squad what we're going to do is we're going to break it down by positions uh, so let's start with the quarterbacks. And the biggest name at the Senior Bowl, Ed, is Justin Herbert, the, the quarterback from Oregon. 
I didn't think he was going to be here. Uh, a couple of months ago, you and I talked off the air, and I said Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are not going to show up. I mean, they're top five, top ten picks. Burrow isn't here because he's rumored to be the number one overall pick. But the truth is, the Cincinnati, uh, I mean, it's it, it's been amazing, but the Cincinnati Bengals have had a chance to watch one of the top quarterbacks up close this week because the Bengals are the coaching staff for Justin Herbert and the South squad. So what do you think of Justin Herbert here? It's been a little bit up and down for him. I, I want to get your thoughts because you've been covering the, the South squad very, very thoroughly. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Justin Herbert, you know, really needed to warm where He was really warming up uh, on day one. And, you know, it was his first day not in pads and, um, yeah, I just didn't think he had a very good day in terms of ball placement. And I just, I, I thought to myself, I kind of went back to my hotel room and I thought, man, you know, like, why did he come here? You know, if he, you know, he, he he's probably going to be the third picker, you know, a top five pick in the draft. I mean, what what's the point of him coming to Mobile? And, um, you know, he came back today and he looked sharp. I mean, he looked like Justin Herbert, you know, the quarterback we've been seeing on film. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you have to give it to him. He's he's a competitor. Um, you know, there's no doubt that he loves football. He came back for his senior year, and he he um, he, he he was genuine in playing in the Senior Bowl. So, um, you know, you're not going to get a question about whether Justin Herbert loves football. Well, let's say this. I mean, Carson Wentz came here. He was the number two overall pick in that draft. Last year, we had Daniel Jones come through here. He was the sixth overall pick by the New York Giants, which surprised a lot of people, but he had a good rookie season. So I'm glad Herbert is here. Let's talk about his prospects, Ed. You believe, and I also believe, that he's going to get picked third overall because we believe that Joe Burrow is going to be the number one overall pick. Then at number two, we have the, the Washington Redskins, and they're badly in need of a pass rusher, and it has to be Chase Young. So that means third overall pick, which right now the Detroit Lions hold, and Detroit Lions have been coaching the North team during this week, Matt Patricia's squad. And we believe that some team is going to trade up to number three in order to select Justin Herbert. Yeah, and I don't think it would be the Lions, because I think they would have taken him in the Senior Bowl if they were really giving him a good look. Um, you know, they have Matthew Stafford, so I don't think they're really in the business of a, of, of drafting a quarterback. But, I mean, you know, there's teams like the Chargers and, um, you know, so forth, other teams. Uh, the Dolphins. Ed, let, let's put the names out there. It's the Chargers, the Panthers. But then you have teams like the Dolphins, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm already putting Las Vegas in there because they're going to play in Las Vegas next year, the, the former Oakland Raiders. They've got multiple picks. So I'm just, the Jacksonville Jaguars have two picks in the first round. Those are all teams badly in need of a quarterback. And there have been rumors, obviously, that the Raiders want to move on from Derek Carr, and they might be looking at the quarterbacks here. So uh, that's a possibility. So those are all the teams out there. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see where, where Herbert winds up. But he's definitely, definitely going to be the, the highest selected player out of the Senior Bowl. I don't see anybody else jumping him at this game. He is the cream of the crop here in Mobile, Alabama, and I'm, I'm glad he's here, Ed. Let's talk about the other quarterbacks. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts, uh, the Oklahoma quarterback. Sounds weird. 
You know, I've gotten so used to him being the Alabama quarterback, and then this year he was he was the quarterback of the Oklahoma Sooners. Let's talk about him and his prospects and what he has shown you throughout this week. You know, I notice a, a kind of a quarterback who at times has taken risks, but I see a lot of checkdowns from Jalen Hurts. I see a lot of conservative passing. Um, I think I think this is a guy who is really, you know, when he's passing the ball, he's playing it safe. Um, obviously, they're not giving him an opportunity to run, and obviously that's, I mean, the fact that you don't know if he's going to run or he's going to pass is really kind of his game. Um, so this isn't this isn't the kind of scenario where Jalen Hurts really succeeds, um, you know, in these kind of practices and stuff like that. But um, I, I like what I see from Jalen Hurts. I think I think someone's going to take him in the first round. I think uh, I, I know you and I disagree on this, and maybe we can have a little friendly debate. But I, I just I just think he's you know with what the year that Lamar Jackson had. You have to consider Jalen Hurts, you know, a first-round quarterback. I mean, you saw what a guy, you know, a dual-threat quarterback can do in the NFL um, this year, you know, with this presumed MVP in Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, I, I think I think NFL GMs are really giving a serious consideration to Jalen Hurts. I think there are going to be some NFL teams that give a serious consideration because of the success that you said Lamar Jackson had and because of the success that the Oklahoma Sooners quarterbacks have had in the last two years. Uh, Look at Baker Mayfield uh, during his rookie season. Look at Kyler Murray. I mean, Lincoln Riley right now is the the quarterback whisperer in college football. So, And he did help Jalen Hurts become a better quarterback. But I still, look, even though Hurts became more accurate this year, Ed, he still struggles with that. As crazy as that sounds, he became a better quarterback, but he still struggles with accuracy. He doesn't have a strong arm. You still see him making some bad decisions out there. And it's just, I'm not buying this, Ed. I think he's a day two pick. There's no way that I can spend a a first-round pick on Jalen Hurts. But you make a a valid valid argument, and uh, it's, it's fair enough. I mean, I even brought up a few valid arguments why... Jalen Hurts could be considered, but I just don't think he has stood out during this week. Um, he hasn't shown anything special. He's no Justin Herbert, and um, he started a lot of games. He's a winner, and there's a lot that he brings to the table. But I just I, when I look at him, I don't see a first round quarterback. But you know what? Paxton Lynch was a first round quarterback. J.P. Lossman was a first-round quarterback. We've seen some guys being taken in the first round, and they had no business there. So, But I'm, I want to talk about another quarterback from Colorado, Steven Montez, who has, um, who has done pretty well during this week. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest with you, if, if you had never watched film on football and, you know, you were just kind of dropped and, uh, you know, you're an alien and all of a sudden you, you, you came to Mobile, you might think that Steven Montez is the best quarterback on the South squad. <laughs> um, you know, he's looked very good in, in, in practice, you know, playing in that sort of conservative offense. Um, you know, he's, he's completing a lot of balls. He's got good ball placement. Um, you know, throwing on the run, he's crisp. Um so I, I thought I thought he especially came out of the gate probably the the best. Um, but you know I I would say I would say Herbert Herbert took him overtook him today. I mean Herbert Herbert was real crisp today. So um, but yeah I mean you're talking about you know overall performance two days consistency Montez has been the best. Bovada offers betters uh, online betting uh, experience that is second to none. So. 
go on Bovada and uh, put put your bets on right now. Uh, let's get back to the positions, uh, just in general. Let's talk about running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Talking about those those playmakers that that quarterbacks throw to. Um, I wanted to mention the running backs from the South squad today, just because uh, I was watching a lot of the pass blocking drills that they were doing. Um, I was I was zoned in on them, and I just felt like uh, P Ryan, the the running back from Florida. Uh, looked really good in terms of his pass protection. I mean, he just his hand placement, his balance, uh, his, his ability to to kind of mirror the the defender, the linebacker in this case. Uh, P. Ryan just showed something. I mean, he is going to be uh, a guy that you put in there on third on third downs out there. I also wanted to mention a guy that played wide receiver at Memphis, a guy that you uh, interviewed, Antonio Gibson. I thought he also did some good work in, in pass protection, held his own, and sustained those blocks really well. And Eno Benjamin uh, has really good feet. He's quick and has probably been, not probably, he's been the best receiver out here at the Senior Bowl, something that you see on film. He's a terrific pass catcher uh, coming out of the backfield. He's run some good routes, and he, he's caught the ball really well. Uh, let's talk about wide receivers, Ed. Um, who are some of the guys that have stood out for you uh, from the South squad? Well, I, I, I can't go into this without um, talking about uh, Azur. No, um, actually, that's, that's actually a guy from the North squad. I was going to talk about Mac. Let's talk about Mac, South. Mac. Let's talk about yeah, South. Um, you know, as far as, as far as receivers from, from the South squad, um, you know, you have to like you have to like what Van Jefferson's done this week. I mean, I think you're higher on him. You were higher on him going into this. And I think you're higher on his performance. But I've seen some good things from Van Jefferson, you know, just as far as, you know, moving to the ball and, um, you know, catching and sort of, you know, I think his route running has been pretty good. And, um, you know, I mean, you know, you can tell me kind of what you told me today about him on the one-on-ones. Yeah, I thought Van Jefferson really destroyed every corner that he went up against in, in the one-on-ones today, which is Wednesday. I thought he had a good start on Tuesday, but today when they put the full pads on, he was on fire, Ed. I mean, just he's a great route runner. Really smooth, subtle footwork coming out of his breaks, and he's got great short area quickness. He's not the fastest guy out there, but he's really quick, and he knows how to set up the cornerback, and he's shown very good hands he catches the ball away from his frame he's been coached very well I mean his father played in the league for a long time Sean Jefferson with the New England Patriots he's the Jets wide receiver coach right now Uh, Van Jefferson is making himself a lot of money during this week in my opinion Uh, wasn't always utilized in the best way he started his career at Ole Miss transferred to Florida never had a, a big breakout year but man, he has been on fire this week, and I just feel like his finishing ability at the catch point, he just looks really, really smooth. And you know, last year we saw, you saw Terry McLaurin, uh, you saw your guy Debo Samuel put on you know, a good showing at the Senior Bowl. Uh, this this year it has been Van Jefferson for the South Squad. But let's talk about the Ohio State wide receiver as well, Austin Mack. I mean, Brian Hartline, who played in the NFL, who played at Ohio State, he's the wide receiver coach for the Buckeyes. He's he's doing a great job coaching these guys at Ohio State. 
Yeah, I, I really like the week that Mac has had. I think, to be honest with you, I think if uh, if you just took his mobile performance, I would say uh, I'd say Mac has has been the best. I mean, I just I, I really like his hands. I think you know he's making it easy for receivers to catch balls. Um, for quarterbacks, for, I mean, right? I'm sorry, for quarterbacks to to uh, throw him balls. So um, yeah, I, I I really like him. I mean, he he could be this. This year's Terry McLaurin, I mean, another Ohio State guy is like, you know, um, you, you give him, you know, you, I remember last year it was like with Terry McLaurin, it was kind of like, you know, this guy keeps catching balls and catching balls and catching balls. And it's like, who is this Terry McLaurin? And you just think back to the tape of Terry McLaurin and you're like, really? <laughs> you know, <clears throat> how is this guy dominating the senior bowl? And then you look at the year that Terry McLaurin had. So, I mean, maybe Mac is that guy. I mean, they both went to Ohio State. They both were underrated. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He's he's had a good weekend, and definitely a guy that has stood out with his running route running to me. He's been very quick and really crisp in and out of his breaks. I want to mention a tight end that stood out to me on Wednesday. I got a chance to watch the tight ends on Wednesday. the The guy that you like, Florida Atlantic tight end Harrison Bryant. Uh, Reliable hands, catches the ball, hands catcher. Uh, just he was quick in and out of his breaks and good route running ability. And I also like the fact that he blocked well today. He showed incredible effort. It wasn't always pretty, but he just he gave it his all. He's about 240, 245, and he just he, he fought his way through every block. And Harrison Bryant is another player that has put himself on the map this week because not you know football serious football fans knew about him but average fan didn't know who Harrison Bryant was unless you're from the Florida area but he was coached by uh, your boy Lane Kiffin I know you love uh, Harrison Bryant when you uh, watch this film yeah I mean uh, I I guess I you know just a little tidbit from Mobile I remember I was uh sitting at the bar and I wasn't drinking but I was just having something to eat and two you know there's two scouts who are sitting next to me and they're just they're just talking about how great Harrison Bryan is um so um you know I, I don't I don't know what team they were from but uh yeah I mean you not only not only do uh I also remember you know sort of getting on the field you know after to get an interview and the scout walks up to him and was you know giving him nothing but praise so um, you know, I, 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 I can see around here that the scouts like him. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. You know, people talk about that this isn't a good tight end class, but you know what? We'll talk about Troutman later, but Troutman and Harrison Bryant are, have been doing great work here at the Senior Bowl. Obviously, there's a couple of underclassmen coming out from the tight end group, uh, Parkinson and Komet from Notre Dame, but these two guys are on par uh, with those two underclassmen as far as I'm concerned. And we might be actually watching the two tight ends that will be the highest pick tight ends in the 2020 NFL draft. Let's move on to the linemen, Ed, for the South squad. Um, anybody stood out from this group uh, during the, the two days of practice that we've seen? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like... Uh, I really like what I see from uh, the LSU guy. Uh, what's his name? Damian, Damian Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, and uh, the, I also like what I see from uh, from the Damian Lewis and um, what was the other? What was the other guy? Uh, 
the what team is he from? I want to say Mississippi State. Uh, Tyree, Tyree Phillips. Phillips. I like him too. Yeah, I th- I think both of those guys have had good weeks um, here in Mobile. Um, both guys are kind of left tackle types. Um, and we don't know. We don't know if you know they'll eventually be put in left tackle positions. But well, I mean, Damian Lewis is a guard, man. I mean, he's been uh, he's been working at guard this week. Uh, so I-, I liked what I saw from him today. He was just he was dominating in the one on ones. Played with great leverage and sustained his blocks showed good power and hand placement uh, i thought damian lewis really did r- incredible work today during wednesday's practice let's move on to the d- defensive side of the ball ed and on the defensive side of the ball the the highest ranked guy coming into this week was javon kinlaw uh what have you what are your thoughts on uh, the south carolina defensive lineman you know I know, I know a lot of people are bashing him right now. Um, he he ha- he he has been a disappointment. I mean, if you if you want to say like you know stock up, stock down, his stock has probably fallen a little bit in Mobile. Um, you know, I I noticed today he was getting kind of coached up a lot. Um, but you know what I did notice, you know, sort of on the one on ones is he sort of progressed. You know, it seemed like he took the coaching and then he you know he really he kind of won a, a tough one on one sort of towards the end of practice and it showed that you know he was he was being persistent and uh you know he wasn't giving up um you know it, it's easy for a guy you know who you know could come in as a top 10 pick top 15 pick from SEC school and you know sort of sort of you know get a little bit frustrated um you know not doing as well and not standing out um you know there have definitely been other defensive linemen who have stood out more than him um in mobile and you know he he's he's still he's still working hard um I, I do, you know. I, I think I think we we've talked about it off the air, and I think I think you do have to worry about Kinlaw. Is you know is he is he always on? I mean, when he's on, he's he's a, he's definitely a very good. I mean, he he sort of reminds me a little bit of Ed Oliver um, when he's on. But when he's off, I mean, it just you know I I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, he he just he does he doesn't he, he he almost comes off as like undersized or. You know, he just he do, he doesn't have the same power. I mean, he's got he's got to play with that same that same motor every play, and I think that's how he'll be a successful player in the NFL. Bovada takes sports betters closer to the action. It's safe, it's fun, and just go on Bovada to 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 make your bets. Uh, let's talk about some other uh, defensive players, just in general. Let's focus on that defense. Uh, uh, who are some of the players that have caught your eye during these two days of practice from the South? Squad? Well, I I, I I have to say my draft crusher, my mobile crush, is Dane Jackson from Pittsburgh. I really liked his tape. Thought not only is he a good cover guy, I thought I liked his physicality. Um, I like a lot of things about him. I think he's you know forcing fumbles. I, I even like the way he warms up. I feel like he shows the most alacrity when he's warming up um you know this is a guy you know i mean you guys know i'm a pittsburgh steelers fan i'm a little bit of a Pitt panthers fan but um you know that i i just being being objective i i also just like everything i've seen from this guy so um dane jackson is definitely a guy to keep an eye on um from from Pitt. i thought the two linebackers that stood out to me today um during the 
pass blocking drill or in coverage. I thought TJ Brunson from South Carolina and Akeem Davis Gaither from Appalachian State. Not many people know about him, but man, this guy's fast, quick, athletic. I mean, he's the new breed linebacker and he just, he gets there so quickly into the backfield and and has made a ton of plays just in general. I thought the kid from Georgia Southern, Kendall Vildor, he has flashed for me in the secondary. And then the Lenore Ryan guy, the, the safety, Kyle Duger. I mean, he is he's athletic, man. He's got speed, and he's been catching punts out here. He's been a punt returner. We, we'll see that during games. He made a great play today, and uh, he undercut um, the receiver in the one-on-ones, came up with the pick, showed good ball skills, and then he came up with another PBU in the scrimmage later on. Uh, I thought that was that was a great play. So those are the guys that have stood out to me. And I wanted, you know, I wanted you to mention the two Florida guys. I mean, the two Florida guys, I'm not saying they've killed it, but they've flashed quite a bit this week. It's Jabari Zaniga and your guy, Jonathan Greener. Yeah, I I, I actually kind of thought I was being a little under the radar when I was thinking, you know, Jonathan Grenard, you know, I mean, but he, when I interviewed him, uh, I said, I said, you know, you got kind of sneaky power and he kind of said, uh, you know, I like that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of got that, and I asked him about that, and we'll have the interview up, you know, sort of after the Senior Bowl. But, um, I, you know, I like, I like what I saw from him. I think he's getting pressure, um, you know, maybe being a little bit more active. Um, I, I, I really like what I see from Jabari Zaninga. Um, you know, just a guy who seems like a great athlete. Um, you know, winning matchups. I think he's quick. I think he's explosive. Um, you know, he definitely, definitely from the two Florida guys, I mean, um, there's, you know, there's not a lot of bad, bad to say about those two guys. All right. Uh, anybody else before we wrap up on the South squad, anybody else that you, uh, wanted to mention, wanted to, uh, throw out some praise out there? Um, gosh, uh. All right, I guess not. Let, let's move on to the North team, man. Let's talk about the quarterbacks there, just uh, in general. Uh, we've got two guys here, Ed. We've got Jordan Love from Utah. We've got three guys, actually. We've got Jordan Love from Utah State. Then we've got Shea Patterson from Michigan. And we've got Anthony Gordon from uh, Washington State. Um, I know you're... Obviously, you and I have seen both practices. And Jordan Love has been... The, the best quarterback here from the North team, but you still don't feel like he's the num- uh, first round pick. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'd, I'd like to see him get a little bit more aggressive. Um, I think, I think maybe he plays more in a system. Uh, I, I see him as very much like a kind of a day two kind of guy, a guy who can be a backup in the league. But, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing really, you know, he doesn't flash for me like a guy like uh, Justin Herbert does yet. Well, I mean, Herbert is on a different level. I mean, obviously we know it's going to be Burrow, too, and, and Herbert, and then it's going to be Jordan Love as the fourth quarterback. He's definitely been the most consistent quarterback throughout this week, throughout the, the first two days for the North team. He's got great arm strength. He, he throws with good touch. Uh, he did, he definitely fit the ball into a tight spot. He makes it seem effortless. I mean, he's got a quick release. He's got size. He's got big hands. 
Uh, I like his pocket awareness. It's his decision-making, his field vision, and missing those easy short throws on on film that that get him in trouble he's got to be more consistent with that if he is i mean he's he's got a chance to not a chance he's going to be a fourth quarterback taken it just depends whether a team wants to invest a a late first round pick or like you said a a second round pick on him i'm kind of on the fence on him and i I think there might be a team willing to jump up and uh, if he impresses teams in interviews if they feel like he's a leader I've heard that he's a good kid and he loves football. I think he's got a shot to uh, for for a team to trade up into the first round to to get him. Uh, let's talk about uh, playmakers, Ed. Um, who has impressed you on the offensive side uh, for the North team? Anybody stood out to you? I mean, that's in terms of the running backs, in terms of the wide receivers. I mean, there's one name like KJ Hill. Uh, on Tuesday, um, K.J. Hill was just, he was a captain for Ohio State in 2019. This guy's quick, and he's just, he was running really precise, crisp routes out there. He was so quick. Uh, his footwork was on point. I mean, he was just like faking guys out in the one-on-ones. He was reliable on Tuesday catching the ball, and he was doing the same thing today. Uh, he needed to finish at the catch point better. Um, today during Wednesday's practice, but again, running lethal routes out there. And th- this guy is just, he's a punt returner. He's a slot guy. I love KJ Hill. He, he brings toughness to the position, even though he's about six feet tall. But, um, I know that when you interviewed some players, they, they praised KJ Hill. Uh, they they mentioned him that he was one of the toughest wide receivers that they went up against, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's like if you ask, I, I like to ask the question, you know, who was the, you know, ask corners who was the best uh, receiver you faced in the Big Ten, and I, I kind of expected other answers, but uh, KJ Hill is the guy that they're saying. Um, you know, I I've, I've heard that from corner, you know, a couple corners that I've interviewed. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think. Uh, I think I think he, he he he's one of those he's well respected by other players and you're seeing it at the senior bowl and maybe he's not he's maybe falling under the radar a little bit with the media but um you know the secret's out to the players and I think we're we're on to the secret. No, definitely. I mean, I've I've liked him. I've liked him. I wanted to mention a, a running back Joshua Kelly. Uh, he started his career at UC Davis, transferred to UCLA. I thought he has shown quickness, uh, good cutback ability, and he's run some good routes and caught the ball consistently coming out of the backfield. I think Joshua Kelly for the North team, one of the running backs, but not probably. He's been the best running back from the North team uh, during the, these two days of practice. I wanted to mention a couple of more wide receivers. I thought today uh, during Wednesday's practice, Denzel Mims flashed for me. He made some plays. Uh, finished well at the catch point, made some catches downfield. Uh, Gandy Golden, Antonio Gandy Golden from Liberty. You know, facing, obviously he's facing better competition this week, but he hasn't been big for him. And, you know, he's done well, and he catches the ball away from his body. Uh, he excels as a deep threat. I mean, he's been running away from some corners out here and making some nice plays, tracking the ball over his shoulder. So, I got to give praise to Gandy Golden. I mean, he's been a little up and down, but 
He's just, the game is not too big for him here at the Senior Bowl. And today I thought James Prochet, the, the slot receiver from SMU, he's running some good routes. Um, I wonder whether he can cre- create consistent separation at the next level, but he was really quick in and out of his breaks, and he was getting open today. Uh, I just, I wonder if he's going to be able to do that consistently at the, at the NFL level, uh, just in general. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I, I think Gandy Golden is definitely like a guy you get on day two. I mean, he's he's basically, he's like the end kill Harry or, you know, he's that receiver slash tight end type. You know, he can, you know, he's a big target. And I think he's, you know, he's kind of like a quarterback's best friend playing wide receiver. I also have been impressed with the tight end. Adam Troutman from Dayton had a chance to watch him a little bit more today. Uh, running good routes, uh, again, great hands, and and he just reminds me so much of Dallas Goddard when he was coming out South Dakota State, and he was a first, second round pick of by the Philadelphia Eagles. I just there's just so many comparisons there. Troutman is a former quarterback. Uh, he, he's athletic, and on film he makes catches one handed. He makes it look routine. I just I've been impressed with Adam Troutman this week, and I'll make a statement, Ed. I believe he's my number one tight end right now, uh, just in the rankings, regardless of Kemet or Parkinson or Harrison Bryant. I love this Troutman kid. I had Dallas Goddard as my number one tight end coming out of that draft, and I'm ready to stick my nose out there and say Adam Troutman is going to be a top forty pick, and I think he's going to be the first tight end picked in in the 2020 NFL draft. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of these tight ends are well-liked in Mobile by the scouts. I mean, uh, you know, you, the, you never really see in the first round more than one or two, unless it was 2017, more than one or two tight ends taken in the first round. But, um, you know, there's a lot There's a lot of – I guess this is like a, a tight end draft that has a lot of depth in it. Um, actually, I mean, not many people are impressed with this tight end group, but I think there's four. There's Parkinson from Stanford, Komet from Notre Dame. Uh, then we've seen Bryson Hopkins from uh, Purdue here, uh, Harrison Bryan from FAU, and then Adam Troutman. I think there's some there's some guys that offer value. I mean, these guys are good pass-catching tight ends, and I, I think they're definitely, yeah, the, the tight end group just in general and on day two is pretty good. If you're looking for a tight end in the second or third round, go get these guys because they can certainly stretch the field. And we see how the tight end is, is so important in the NFL, Ed. I mean, look at the two guys playing in the Super Bowl. You know, Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs and, and George Kittle for the 49ers. We see how these guys change the game. And obviously, Kelsey and Kittle are complete. and They can block as well. But uh, we, we see what type of impact that they make for their quarterbacks. They make their life easier. So... Go get the tight end. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it makes any quarterback's job easier when you have the guy that can stretch the field down the seam in the middle of the field. So um, let's talk about one offensive lineman that you and I have have a crush on. And um, you were first to the party, and then I kind of joined the party. I spoiled it. It's the UConn guy, Matt Pert. He's been, uh, he's been a guard throughout his career at UConn, moved to right tackle as a senior Man, this guy has some upside, Ed. Yeah, I definitely think he has some upside. I think he, he, he I asked him, and he said he, uh, he said he didn't, he didn't start playing football kind of till late, and that one of the reasons why he, I got the impression from talking to him that one of the reasons why he, 
you know, went to UConn as opposed to a big school was because he kind of started their process late and, um, you know, didn't always play. But I guess he uh, he said he played lacrosse, and uh, I, think he, I think he also said he played basketball. Um, so, I mean, this is a guy who, uh, you know, has great potential, great athlete, good personality. Um, you know, I, I, I would be comfortable taking him on day two. There's another offensive lineman that has made himself some money this week, a guy that came out after his junior season, but here he's here at the Senior Bowl just because he graduated. Uh, Temple center, Matt Hennessy. He's been a, a tough son of a gun in practice in the one-on-ones. Yeah, I, I, I like the way he plays football. He's, he's, he's like a tough, down-and-dirty, you know, plays physical, nasty, you know, inside guy. Um, you know, he's a, he's a guy who... Uh, puts his body on the line and uh you know plays plays team first i think i think i think this is this is definitely a very likable player maybe not maybe not the kind of guy who will go very early i don't think you take him on day one or day two but definitely like a day three guy who you know is good for your team and you know super bowl teams are made up not always of you know day one and day two guys but sometimes those day three guys who you know give an extra effort and play well and things like that all right, uh, let's move on to the, the defensive side of the ball, Ed. Let's talk about, you know, anybody. Let's talk about defensive linemen that have stood out to you. Obviously, you know, any any here, any day. But there's one guy that I felt had a great practice on Tuesday. I thought he flashed today during Wednesday's practice and, and made some plays. It's a guy that kind of came out of nowhere because he's been injured a bit at North Carolina He's had some injuries. That's Jason Strobridge, a defensive line. This guy's versatile. This guy's played five technique. He's played three technique. Uh, you know, he's been a nose tackle in college. And he has, he has, I think he has the athleticism to drop back into coverage. Jason Strobridge just destroyed uh, his competition in the one-on-ones during Tuesday's practice. Yeah, he, he really surprised me. I really didn't. I really didn't know who he was going in, and um, you know he was he was he looked like he was you know he he was right there in the uh, he was doing the club rip drill. I know other people call it something different, but him and Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma were the two biggest winners of that drill. Yeah, he's he has been impressive, and his motor his motor just never stops out there uh, to be honest with you you know there's one player like on the offensive line Josh Jones from Houston I guess I expected a little bit more out of him because there have been some people talking him up as a first round pick I just haven't seen it this week have you I think he's been okay I mean I, I I've I've been watching him kind of because he's you know he plays the left tackle and that's kind of the side I sit on so I've been watching him a little bit I don't I don't think he's really stood out as great but I, I don't see him losing a lot of battles either. I, I see him as kind of a middle-of-the-pack tackle. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if he's going to be making a move up. I just don't see a first-round pick there, to, to be honest with you. Based on his film and based on what he's done here, I see more of a... I see him more as a second-round type of pick. There's another linebacker I wanted to talk about because I... I'm very high on this guy, and I know you are as well. It's the Wisconsin linebacker, Zach Bond. Yeah, I, I think this is a guy with good tape. Uh, you know, he's getting a lot of attention at the Senior Bowl, both from the media and scouts. Um, you know, Wisconsin just has a tradition of linebackers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is a guy who, who, you know, could definitely help a team. 
Yeah, just I love uh, Wisconsin linebackers and they're versatile. You know, he can get to the quarterback. He can drop back. He's a pretty good tackler. I just think he brings a lot to the table and uh, very versatile linebacker. When you can do so many things like he does, uh, you're definitely going to be very well-liked among NFL teams. Yeah, I, I, I just want to add one thing. Yeah. Is, yeah, I mean, especially with versatile linebackers, it's like, you know, when you, when you can, you know, if the guy can cover and then he can stop the run and then he can blitz, I mean, you can just do so much with your defense because, you know, de- linebackers and safeties are kind of moving parts right there. I mean, I guess everyone's a moving part in a, in a defense, but – you know, especially linebackers and safeties who can do a lot of different things. You can really disguise your coverages and disguise your blitzes. You know, just just with a guy like Zach Vaughn. Uh, let's. I want to mention another uh, linebacker that has stood out throughout the week, especially today. Uh, Joshua Uche from Michigan. This guy played defensive end for the most part as an edge rusher for Michigan, but he's been working a linebacker here. He's been rushing the passer and getting into the backfield. He also shows good coverage. He's an athlete. Joshua Uche is just one of those guys, very versatile. Again, an, another player that, that did well in the one-on-ones. And it's just every time I looked at my notebook, number six always is written on there. And he was just he was making plays. And I liked his film at Michigan as well. Yeah, he was a player, he was a player I liked on tape. Uh I haven't I haven't watched as much of the linebackers this week. Uh, you know I've kind of been watching more offensive, defensive line, and quarterbacks and wide receivers. Um, so I, I don't have a really a big analysis on uh, you know how he's done at Mobile. But yeah, th- this is a guy who's had good tape. So uh, Bavada offers betters an industry leading online betting and gambling experience that is second to none. It's it's safe. It's fast. It's easy. Go on Bovada today. Uh, let's get to the secondary players from the North squad, Ed. Um, has anyone stood out to you from, from the cornerback position, just in general, maybe today or on Tuesday? You know, I don't I don't think there's really been a cornerback that's really stood out like the guy from Pittsburgh. Um, I, I think I think uh, I've seen I've seen physical coverage. Uh, from these guys, I think if there's one thing that's really improving in, or changing about the NFL is I think I think it's more consistent that guys are playing, um, you know, bump and run. I know like you know when they changed the rules and kind of favored the receivers a little bit, they seem you seem like uh, corners were kind of, I would say they were kind of s- stepping away from it. They were a little bit afraid to challenge the rule, and I, I I think I'm noticing at the Senior Bowl now that guys are playing more physical in coverage. And they should be, Ed. I mean, they should get in these wide receivers' faces. I mean, they can't give them a, a quick release. Uh, I wanted to mention a couple of corners uh, that, that stood out to me on Wednesday. I wanted to mention Javaris Davis. Uh, his brother, Carlton, plays for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was a late addition. He joined the team today, and he's just fast, man. It's all about speed. This guy's 4-3. He's small. He's a nickel corner, but he's got great speed. He's got quick feet. Um, he just he changes directions really quickly and can close in a hurry. And I thought he had a couple of really good reps today in the one-on-one. And I also wanted to mention Terrell Burgess, uh, the Utah corner slash safety. But he's played corner this week. He's got a smooth back pedal. Uh, he's really tight in coverage and... You know he's physical, and he he's been able to close and make some plays on the ball during 
Wednesday's practice, and I was I was impressed with him. That that was the one player that that really flashed for me today. Terrell Burgess from Utah, and Utah, you know, has had great defenses over the past few years, and have always been guys that have come out. We like Jalen Johnson out there, and Burgess is is another player to keep an eye on. You know, during the show, Ed, we've talked about every position, but I wanted to mention special teams, Ed. I've been really impressed with the punters throughout the week. I mean, they've really had booming kicks out of here, booming punts, and, and great hang time. And I've just really been impressed. There's one guy from the north. His name is Brett, Brayton Mann from Texas A&M. This guy is, is great on tape. I mean, he was a weapon for Texas A&M, but he's just booming it in practice. And there's another guy on the on the south squad. There's... Uh, South Carolina punter Joseph Charlton again today just getting consistent hang time and just driving the ball back I mean you see a punter sitting there at the 40 and he's driving the ball to the 20 and the punter has to retreat and and get the ball so I wanted to mention those punters out there I I know you got an affection for Rodrigo Blankenship the, the kicker for Georgia yeah I I like Rodrigo Blankenship partially because of his play but partially just uh, you know, just familiar face, and um, you know, as far as, as far as you know, if you're a college football fan, you know, you see him playing in the Georgia games. Uh, um, I thought I thought he did well kicking. I think he, I think he, he, I remember he kicked about five balls sort sort of towards the end of practice, and I think he shanked one, but he made everything else, and they were like forty yard field goals. Um, so Blankenship's good, but you know, the guy who's been better is actually the guy Tyler Bass from Georgia Southern. Um, I Man, that guy's got a strong leg. I mean, he kicked the kick uh, today. I think it was closer to 60, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I I, I think he, he's – I mean, he I, I really – he wasn't really on my radar before the Senior Bowl. But, um, yeah, this is, this, is, this is probably the best kicker here in Mobile and – um, you know, maybe this is the guy who goes in the fifth round, is drafted by a team, and um, you know, there's always teams looking for kickers. So, um, yeah, this is a guy who can get drafted. Ed, I'm leaving tomorrow. Obviously, after Thursday's practice, you're staying here for game day. You're going to be watching the game on Saturday. Must be looking forward to that. You didn't do that last year, but uh, it's going to be a hell of a game. It's going to be interesting to catch up with a few of these players after the game and get some interviews yeah i mean you know usually usually it's really hard to get the quarterbacks i mean at media day i was you know really trying to get steven montez and uh you know i got cut in by a couple guys and i kind of gave up and um you know one guy was really asking him a lot of questions so um but i i would really like to leave mobile with an interview with a quarterback um you know these for some reason these guys get uh get 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 mobbed i mean uh, you know yeah it's senior bowl ed it's senior bowl that's why i mean it's at the senior bowl you get nationally televised media and you know a lot of aggressive reporters and they're out here trying to get you know interviews with jalen hurts and justin herbert we're talking about steven montez and jordan love you know we're not even we're we're not even talking about the top quarterbacks but it's hard to get interviews with quarterbacks and Alabama players at uh, at the Senior Bowl just because just because it's the Senior Bowl Ed uh, the national attention this is when for the regular folks draft season kicks in around Senior Bowl time and they're just reading up on some of these players and who's standing out and who is not 
So, uh, but I wish you luck at the game. It's going to be fun. You're going to be at the press box, and uh, it should be a good day. And I'm sure you'll get some great interviews at the Senior Bowl. You, you've done a good job here in, in Mobile, Ed. It, it was a pleasure covering it with you. And uh, this was Blitzcast number 92. Thank you for listening. Well, we'll come back next week. Take care.